I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. It's not college basketball. It's Clarence. Let's get the remix in the rock. What is up, Friday Nighters? Welcome back to another edition of Just Another Friday Night. I am just one of your hosts this week, CM Chuck. Double uh, A is taking the night off, you could say. Um, but we are a night early. Normally, guys would be on tomorrow on Friday. Uh, but, uh, you know, things be as they may. We are here a night early. So, um we are glad uh, that you're able to join us. Uh, I have two very special guests uh, in the house tonight, so to speak, not literally in the house, because I'm actually at my house, Podcast Lab Base 2, um, instead of at Double A's uh, house, our normal uh, podcast lab. But um, yeah, um, I'm super excited to have these guys on. They are amazing podcasters. They are amazing. What's up, Facebook user? Again, guys, please grant StreamYard uh, permission to show your Facebook profile so I can see exactly exactly who you are. If not, I'll need you to identify yourself because I will not know that. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, super excited to have these guys on. It's been a long time coming. I've been on their show before. Um, they're, you know, uh, two of many hosts on their uh, many shows. Um, if you read the write-up, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not going to waste any time. I'm going to bring them right in because they've got stuff to do. So uh, let me have them pop in here. The Ox Father himself, Zach is in the house, and Dean the Dream also in the house from Collecting Weekly, guys. Welcome, gentlemen. What up? Wow. What, the, what an intro. <clears throat> guys, this is the most nervous I've been, I think, ever doing this. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I guess because you guys have a big audience, which is like kind of freaks me out a little bit. <laughs> well, you'll get there. You'll yeah. Get there, and then you got to be ready it for it. It took us years. Our audience isn't super massive but thank you jason in the house says what's up bro jason appreciate you being here man a night early uh yeah guys um i know i was trying to do my research for for today and i i uh i really wanted to bring you guys on and talk to you guys just kind of about the pod and the success of the 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 facebook page and the facebook group um you know and then you know we can talk about you know obviously i would say the main thing that you guys talk about I called the episode the toys that made them, but I don't know if toys is like an offensive word to people or collectibles or what. <laughs> uh, and that's who that was. Chris Rizzo in the house says, what's up again? Um, Chris, we appreciate you being here, brother. Uh, yeah. Um, and can I use uh, Zach? Do I call you Zach? Do I want you to call you Oxfather? <laughs> Depends on how you want to end your night tonight. There you uh, go. No, right? Yeah, See? whatever you want is fine. Whatever you want is fine. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but you guys have a huge collecting um, Facebook page and your YouTube page is over 2,000 followers. I mean, so there's numerous shows about numerous varying types of collectibles. I just wanted to hear kind of like how you guys got started and, and what brought it here. I've heard your episode about how the origins of Collecting Weekly were, but for you to kind of tell uh, my audience, I think it would be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so um, I started collecting figures uh, in 2017, and it was like a super random like chance encounter. Um, I stopped at a Walgreens uh, on my way to work one day, 
uh, I was working out of town for a uh, for this job, and um, I had seen a uh, it wasn't a TVC, but it was like a three and three quarter Clone Wars Anakin figure, and I was like, huh, that's cool. I used to be into that when I was younger, uh, and I didn't really think that much of it. And I got to work, and I was like, dang, like I wonder what's going on with toys these days. Like it's been it's been a while. I almost got back into to collecting around 2012. Uh, the girl that I was dating at the time was like, absolutely not. Uh, and so I didn't. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> you know, I'm on my, uh, when I left my shift for the day, I went back to the Walgreens and, and thankfully it was still there. If it wasn't there, it'd probably be you no know, collecting weekly. Um, and I got home and I was like, dang, this is cool. And it's certainly not the best figure in the world, but, um, it was, it was a, it was a nice thing. And throughout uh, the evening I had done a bunch of research, like looked into kind of what was going on with toys and was really impressed with everything that was there. Um, a few months later I had went into, uh, I think it was alien worlds. They used to have a theater at Westlake. So I'm not sure if they do or a store at Westlake rather. And, um, had eventually settled on the sideshow deluxe Darth Vader as my first figure um, and so that kind of got me into the six scale world from, you know, three, three quarter black series, Lego Funko pop. And then eventually made my way to the six scale, um, and, and getting into six scale and, and buying from some local shops, uh, eventually led me to Dean, um, which I'm sure he'll tell that story in just a second. Now, how we started the show from all that, um, it's kind of a weird story. It was around Thanksgiving, uh, 2017, um, a friend of mine that I, I don't, I haven't talked to since the day I started, uh, one six San Antonio, uh, he was at my house. We we're hanging out and I was like, dang, like I, I think that we should make a group. Like there's a lot of people locally that are interested at this time. I had known Dean and Manny and, uh, Rainer. And I was like, uh, selling these things, trading these things is expensive, right? You're looking at 10, 15, $20 to ship a collectible, sometimes up to 30 with, with insurance, and I was like, let's make a group locally where we can, you know, buy, sell, trade, show stuff off. You know, if someone needs something that's that's broken, they need it to be fixed. You know, we can help everyone uh, to do all that stuff. And so I made the group. I stayed up all night making the logo, um, which is was actually pretty sick. Um, I don't and... know about that. <laughs> okay, well, uh, this is actually oh, our last episode. San Antonio. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that logo. Yeah. yeah. No, your the original CW was certainly lacking, but. Um, I, I, I messaged my friend the next morning and I was like, dude, like stayed up all night doing all this stuff. Like, I'm really excited, invited like the first, you know, 10 members. And he's like, oh, um, you invited this other collector who I really dislike. And it was this huge drama thing. He's like, I, you either pick me or him. I picked this wonderful angel who Manny was this guy. I picked Manny and, and one of the best decisions I've ever made. Uh, but the co-founder of the group uh, after one day had already left. And so, um, I had messaged Dean and Manny and Rainer and it's like, Hey, we have this group is starting to get a little bit of traction. Even just after the first day, I need help running it. And that would go on to, uh, you know, several local meetups, some meetups at different stores, and it would eventually go on to become, uh, the beginnings of collecting weekly. So, uh, that's kind of in a nutshell how it started. So we've been we've been doing this since like 2017 on and off, 2018, you know, consecutively since 2018. But we took a few yeah. breaks in 2017 and early 2018 until we kind of found our footing. But uh, gotcha, it's been a good gotcha. Time. 
yeah, it seems like you guys have an, uh, an awesome time. What are your recollections, Dean, of the early days of Collecting Weekly? Yeah, so <clears throat> I used to collect all kinds of stuff, mainly Star Wars three and three quarter inch figures. <clears throat> and uh, I would say right around, uh, I guess the Revenge of the Sith, I stopped collecting. I, I like collected that those that line of figures and then that was kind of like when high school started <clears throat> taking off like 2003 2004 i forget when that movie came out and i didn't collect for years after that and one day i had a buddy at at work um his name's adon shout out adon he's a sweetheart <laughs> he was like hey um i know you really like star wars have you ever thought about joining like a facebook group and i was like what are you talking about he's like well we're, i'm in this group almost stash bin mm. and people put star wars figures for sale all the time in there and i was like really i was like yeah i guess like you can add me if you want so sure enough he added me and within like a couple days i had spent like 200 bucks because like Zach, it was like, oh, I didn't even know they made this kind of stuff now. You know, the six-inch line, I had no idea that Black Series was a thing. And I was like, well, these are much cooler than the three and three-quarter inch. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> so I started making up for lost time. And then eventually that led me into six-scale collecting. Um, <clears throat> and uh, there was... Um, it was Labor Day, I guess like 2016, 2017. I went to a local comic book store. It's no longer in business. And they had a six-scale Boba Fett. <clears throat> and Boba Fett, you know, he's right here. He's like my guy. Oh, yeah. I always wanted a 12-inch Boba Fett. And usually, the, like, the old Kenner or Hasbro ones are terrible. This one was the Sideshow version 2. And it was like a sale and then something else. So I ended up paying like 120 bucks for it. It was like dirt cheap. And I posted it on the Almostache bin. And Zach, who was also getting into the six scale stuff, sent me a mess or he messaged uh, on the commented. photo like, hey, yeah, he commented on it. He's like, hey, did they have any other six scale stuff? <laughs> I was like, honestly, I was like, I only saw the Boba Fett, but I wasn't really looking for anything else either. I like immediately tunnel vision this boba fett's amazing <clears throat> and um yeah that was our first interaction was labor day <laughs> 2017. dude it sounds awesome man uh real quick i want to just get to the chat yeah. some of you guys boys in the house toy mafia they hey. give me i'm not sure what these emojis all mean so you guys might have to help me out I'll be honest, he's listened to us for years. I don't know if they mean either, but I love them, and I'm here for them. He's always go. the first one to comment on every single one of our videos. Very cool. Uh, this is my buddy Steve uh, in the house says, cheers. Cheers, Steve. Uh, appreciate you being here. And then Money Mendez in the house says, uh, gives us the... Uh, Jumbo. There we go, man. This is our greeting and our, like, it means anything. Like, hey, what's up, dude? Or, hey, I'll see you later. Like, it's whatever you need it to mean. Jumbo, there you go. Maybe. We're so Jason Momoa up in here. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. And then um, <clears throat> we have a, a, another mutual friend. His name is also Zach. Uh, bought a figure from this Zach. And I was like, you know what? Dude? He was going to take the bus. And I was like, you know what, dude? 
I don't want you to get robbed on the bus. I'll take you. And so we went to go meet Zach and we ended up spending like three hours at his apartment because <clears throat> we just hit it off. It's just like fast friends, like immediately. And uh, yeah, that's kind of how our relationship started was <laughs> six scale Boba Fett's. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, again, in chat, I don't want to leave anyone out. El Profesoro says, hey, everyone. And then Money Mendez also says, all the cool guys in the chat, we appreciate you, brother. Thank you for being uh, being here. Just to uh, uh, correct the record just a little bit, the group was started 16 San Antonio in November of 2016. And I'm looking at, like, here, I'll show you some photos. Damn, here. was it that long ago? Yeah. Jeez. Um, so if you want to bring this in. So that means... Um, Let's see here. We did like get togethers. Uh, this oh, is one very of our first nice. Get togethers. Uh, there's Rainer, <laughs> uh, Jason, Nelson, Dean. Um, this is one of our first feedback thread for sales. Um, this right here, one of our first customs that we did. This was uh, when the group had just started before we started doing meetings. Uh, we were doing a Fordo for Dean, so that was that was pretty fun. But yeah, we've we've been doing this for a while together. Yeah, so I guess 2016 is when we met. Yeah, 2016. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> it's like it's a, super wild. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. I mean, I, I feel like a lot of stuff came out of the pandemic, but you guys were like doing it before then or whatever, you know? So. Oh, yeah. The pandemic was when we, um, I'm not sure if you're ready to move forward yet, but um, I remember the day that the pandemic started in San Antonio, um, we had, like, it was that first day where, I don't remember exactly what happened, but like someone came from a vacation from from Asia and they oh. I guess like were in the airport <laughs> and they tested positive and like the whole city was like, Well, time to get shut down. Yeah, and I remember it was a Friday. Tomorrow. I remember it was a Friday because uh we we all got together and we ordered pizza and we're like, Well, this this may be the last time we see you know, we see each other for a long time. You know, we at at that time like we didn't really know how crazy like yeah, this could be the last be time like we see each weeks. other ever. Like, you know, if if one of us gets really sick and something terrible happens, so like we kind of wanted to have like a last hurrah. And I remember, um, before we started recording, um, which is a really crazy like concept, but before we started recording, um, I had talked with Dean and Manny and Rainer and was and you know the rest of the the team obviously, um. And I was like, hey, um, there's going to be a very captive audience for potentially weeks, potentially months. Um, and we um, we should not take advantage of it, but we should really strive to put out as much content as we can and as uh, diverse a content as we can, um, uh, you know, because there's there's going to be people that are going to be working from home people that can't can't work you know people that are going to be online all day or you know work from home it's probably a little bit more lax you can pop in your headphones and do whatever um and so i uh i told i kind of sat everyone down it's like hey you know we really gotta we really not got to but we should really try to be as best as we can and kind of really be on our toes here and we went from like just doing like two or three four shows um for the network and it exploded and we um you know we we really pushed hard to make a lot of content and kind of took it to that next level yeah um which is really crazy and actually i was so i was looking for this and i did find it um so dean 
I think what you had the sale that you had. I think it was yeah, a Fourth of July sale. Fourth of July. Oh, Fourth of July sale. Okay. July second, twenty sixteen. And this is a message here. Damn, do they have any other one six scale figures? How much did it come out to? <laughs> and um, yeah, we uh, you know we had talked a little bit. And okay, one hundred seventy bucks, not one hundred twenty. Yeah, that's close. The seven we looks kind of like we a had two. talked a little bit, and then I guess. We, I think I added you or you added me, and then it wasn't until Rainer came over and you had messaged me like, hey, Dean, yeah, I'm going to come along if that's cool with you, and that's when we actually got to meet in person. So, Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Very Sorry, cool. This, this, this story is so old, and we haven't told it in a long time, so our dates and, and memory is a bit off, but now all <laughs> no, the facts are correct for the record. It's great, man. I, you know, Again, I, I heard it because I heard you guys' episode, but new from my audience, which I think right now we've mainly got your audience here, which is also still very awesome. Okay. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Dark Side Custom says, Evening, ladies, uh, <laughs> to which uh, we have uh, El, Professor, El Professoro saying, uh, What up, Eddie? Uh, a we want Adam chant. Uh, yes, double A is missed as always. We wish he was here, um, but unfortunately, he's uh, he's getting the night off. <laughs> Dude, I can't. Props to the I beard. <laughs> yeah, I can't look at pictures of me without a beard anymore either. <laughs> it's so weird. Ah, uh, here we go. <laughs> and this is one of the things I love so much about you guys chat is like that people chat amongst themselves. And this is exactly the kind of thing that, you know, me and, you know, double A want to build, you know, just another Friday night up to. Um, but let's back up a little bit, guys, because you guys spoke a lot of uh, a lot of lingo that some people that watch my show might not, you know, our show, me and uh, Adams sure. might not be used to, you know, one six scale, um, you know, things like that, things like that. I mean, tell me, you know, we said three fourth earlier TBC Star Wars figures. So yeah, yeah, tell me yeah. what we're talking about a little bit, guys. Sure. So one six scale is um, if you if you take a person, um, they say the average person is six foot, even though it's actually closer to five foot six. We won't go there. <laughs> and you you shrink them down by a factor of one six. They okay. become 12 inches tall. So there's tw- there's six feet in a six foot person. Right. 12, yeah, 12, yeah, one six. So they become gotcha. twelve inches tall. Gotcha. So if there's like a sword, or like a head sculpt, or a hand sculpt, in theory, if you were to multiply the size of that by six, you have a one to one scale uh, accessory. Okay. So that's one six. Um, one twelfth is the same concept, but it's uh, you take a, a six foot tall person and you scale them down by a factor of one over twelve. So okay. it becomes a six inch tall. Uh, figure awesome of course awesome. of course like vader will be a little bit taller than six inches a little taller than 12 inches uh female characters typically a little shorter than six inches and a little shorter than 12 inches uh tvc gotcha. is the vintage collection uh it is the super articulated three and three quarter uh scale which you you everything is like one six one twelfth and then hasbro is like three and three quarter inches which <laughs> equates to approximately one eighteenth. so again a six foot person scale it down by a factor of 18 you get about three and three quarter um, and so, yeah, we, we kind of have a lot of these shorthands for things like NRD, like non-refundable deposit. Uh, gotcha. If you go on the groups, you might see like WTB, like want to buy or ISO in search of. In Dopo. Search of, um, Dopo. I hate that one. It's day one day pre-order. Day one pre-order. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's, um, it, it's, it's interesting. No, it's um, cool. I, I'm yeah, learning. There's a lot of shorthand. There, there really is. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm learning. Um, you know, this is a show I, you know, would be great. I would love, you know, always to have, you know, Adam on. However, you know, he doesn't collect figures. The last figures he's gotten, I bought him like as gifts, you know what I mean? Just because I'm like, Poor I know guy. he likes this character. Um, yeah. But, you know, he opens them up right away and, and puts them on a shelf and, and that's where they remain as I kind of do. You know what I mean? I, you know, I desire something and then I get it or it's a character I like, but I don't collect for any type of resellability or anything like that. And, and it's so funny cause I hear, you know, uh, my girlfriend's dad will listen to my show. You know, I had my cousin over the other day. He was like, I listen to the podcast. I put it on while I'm playing video games. And he's like, I don't know what you guys are talking about, but I like listening to it. This is exactly the same thing. She's like, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> But you guys are entertaining. Yes. Like sometimes that's how I feel listening to y'all show where I'm like, man, they're going really like heavy into the, you know, um, I I feel like hesitant to say toys, you know what I mean? But that's what they are to me. You know what I mean? Toys. Um, But, you know, I still enjoy the conversation you guys are all having because it sounds, you know, like just a group of guy friends hanging out, talking about something that they care about. Um, Real quick, I want to mention, uh, Zach, uh, if you remember, for those of us that are viewing, uh, this guy right here, that uh, is how we oh, kind of yeah. met. <laughs> I actually found the Build-A-Figure piece for that, by the way, the little Batmobile thing. Yeah, I have a closed one now uh, that, that, oh, that okay. I got. But we met over at, um, the one time damage. we've met in person, yeah, Gravity Damage, yeah. picking that up for you. And I don't think we realized who each other were at that time, both having had podcasts. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> afterwards, I, I figured it out. So it was very go. cool. Um, the dork dad is in the house. Lucky says, Chuck, still got your Lord of Darkness if you want it. I absolutely do. <laughs> and then we have someone here that says, see him. Chuck, thank you guys so much. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, I'm sure you guys know Lucky. Lucky is kind of the reason I got into, found my way to the Alamo stash bin and places like that. Did not know anything cool was happening on Facebook anymore. And then, you know, of course, found mm-hmm. you guys. Um, yeah. I'm going to kind of go all over the place, guys. I don't have a specific format. We don't do that here on Just Another Friday Night. It's it's really free form, and feel free to, you know, if you have another story to tell, something like that, to jump in. Yeah. But I want to ask quickly, all right, because I see, you know, my nephew has kind of gotten into toys, uh, and, you know, he has asked me for stuff that I had to look up that I didn't know what the hell it was because I was like, what is this? I normally buy just, like, whatever is in HEB, right? You know what I mean? Or Walmart or Target. Um, and don't get me wrong, I love this Nightwing figure, and I think it's still one of the best-looking ones. Um, it really is. I, that yeah. figure's awesome. I, I, yeah, it's one of those ones that I regret selling. Um, but it's because the new one came out and they didn't even give him the little, I was going to bring that up to you guys. I was like, how did McFarlane make that without, without those? It's kind of like his signature weapon, but, um, uh, tell me guys, like why toys? Like, you know, me and Adam do a podcast. Sometimes we talk sports. Sometimes we talk comic books. Sometimes we talk movies and TV shows. It seems like you guys are obviously fans of the things you're buying, but like, where does it, where does it start for, for both of you? Like for you, Dean, like where did where does this stuff come from? Is it, are you a Star Wars straight up guy? I mean, obviously Boba Fett, but like, where does that come in? Yeah. So I think my dad was a collector growing up. Uh, he really liked Star Trek. So he always had like Star Trek toys and collectibles or like, uh, he really loved Terminator. So he would buy Terminator stuff. And one of our favorite things to do was go to like flea markets. And I just, happened to really love star wars and so my parents always bought me star wars toys so i've literally grown up my entire life uh being a collector of sorts you know as a little kid you're not really a collector you just have a bunch of toys yeah (laughs) um but as i got older i never got rid of that stuff i still have pretty much everything i've ever 
owns in like totes and bins and stuff. It's amazing. Yeah, so I've just always collected it. just like something I've, I think my parents are a bit of an enablers, but you know, <laughs> I, I guess it beats drugs that. and booze, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, it's just like always something I've done. So Okay. Are there things that you like won't collect? I mean, like I've got some Funko Pops right here. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you guys do that. You know what I mean? I have a very small selection of Funko Pops because I actually really hate Funko Pops. Uh huh. <laughs> but there are some that I'm just like I need to own that. So like, okay. Um, anything from Scott Pilgrim, I try to own. Um, in terms of Funko Pops, uh, the Parks and Rec Funko Pops are like my favorite. So okay. Uh, and then just some like Boba Fett's here and there, and then uh, my one of my favorite video games is Mass Effect. So okay. I I got the Mass Effect pops, but that that's I I really try not to buy fungos. Yeah, I'm not the hugest fan either, but then I ended up with a whole shitload of them. Yeah. So. Well, my <laughs> thing is is I'll buy them all. I'll never stop buying yeah. them. So <laughs> I I just don't, you know. So I I really limit myself because it's like I, I'm a big stickler for like uh, teams, right? So like. The, the people in Star Wars, you got Han, Chewie, Leia, Luke, C-3PO, R2-D2. That's six characters I'm going to have to own. And then it's like, well, you can't have the good guys without the bad guys. It's like, <laughs> we can't have Vader without some stormtroopers flanking him. So now that's three additional characters, right? So, yeah, it's it's I'll, I won't stop buying Funkos if I go down that route. So it's like, oh, I like the Green Ranger. It's like, well, you can't have the Green Ranger without everyone else. So, yeah, it's... When I, when I make I refuse a, to go down. <laughs> when I make a reel of this, this is the snippet I'm going to grab. Dean, you saying that so every <laughs> yeah. woman can understand, like, you know, this is why <laughs> I'm doing this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about you, Zach? What was it for you that, that started you with, like, I mean, you could have collected anything. I'm sure you guys seem like you're very knowledgeable about, you know, the world of pop culture. So you have no lack of knowledge in that, it seems, you know what I mean? And I know we are probably fans of the old cartoons and the, and the movies and stuff like that, but but you land on you know figures and you know like and then i see statues and then i see you know you guys do hot toys which if people don't know what a hot toy is and correct me if i'm wrong but it can be an upward of 400 dollar 12 inch figure yeah, yeah. okay yeah, is that six scale yeah okay yeah um i don't know why toys um i don't know i like i like to look at them i like to mess with them uh mm -hmm. i bring them with me everywhere um I don't know. It's just very comforting. I like it. Yeah, yeah, I like it a lot. Um, I've always been into like model kits and stuff, and uh, there's certain outlets within this hobby to express that. So, you know, with 3D printing and a bunch of other things. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I guess it could be anything, right? Like some people collect like Blu-rays or art prints. Um, I I kind of dabble on everything. I have some steel books. I have uh, okay. statues. You know, yeah that's the the really interesting thing about the podcast is we've met a lot of people that collect wildly different things um so like zach and i got really into like digital codes for movies mm -hmm. it's like 300 right now yeah like <laughs> my digital movie collection exploded over the course of like a week because it was like hey this is like a thing you could get into and you don't have to spend 25 bucks at Walmart. You could just give somebody like eight bucks and you got a movie. 
And it's like, oh, well, like, what movies are they selling? And there's whole Facebook groups of people selling digital codes because some people don't like having a digital library. They like the DVD. And it's yeah. like, well, I could make some money back just selling the digital code. And everyone, it's a win-win. So that was No, cool. totally. Or, like, uh, we got really into collecting comics over the last year, uh, specifically uh, graded comic books. Very nice. And it's funny because there's always, no matter what it is, worlds within worlds of every aspect of collecting where it's like every, there's so many like nuances to every different thing. So like collecting comics, it's like, well, is it, is it a, a key issue? It's like, well, what the fuck is a key issue? And then like everybody knows all this different information about a key issue and then well, there's first appearance and then there's cameo and, and you know, 9.8s and 9.6s. It's like, well, what's the difference? And you get into the minutia of like everything. And, yeah. you know, it, that could be six weeks worth of content just talking about this one thing. And, you know, we've kind of learned, at least for me, I've learned a lot of stuff just doing the show from other people. No, totally, totally. I've I've even heard like among statue collectors, the number on the bottom is of value. I didn't know that. I was like, you want a low number or a yeah, high number? Yeah, low number numbers or... are better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, what? That's and that's insane to me. I know. I barely found out from you know uh, maybe a year or two ago, the comic book guy, you know, me and Double A bought comic books for a long time, was telling us that even if you get tattered issues now, inside pages with certain panels can be sold. You know, I know me and Zach had a conversation one time about vintage t-shirts. I was like, and I, oh, I just had yeah, that. That's a whole can of worms. <laughs> yeah. It's like sneakers. Like, right. I know nothing about sneakers. I know, um, Zach and our buddy, Seth, uh, Rainer and Seth did, a. um, collecting rarities and they, they had a sneaker section of the show and and they would talk about and i was like i don't know anything about sneakers this is interesting like again it's like every world has its own rules and nuances that it's like i had no idea this was a thing and it's so interesting to learn no totally i agree just just like when i said i hear you guys talk about things i'm always like I don't really follow all the way, but I love that Zach puts up a lot of pictures. So I'm like, okay, that looks pretty badass. I could never afford that, but that looks really, you know, amazing. Real quick, uh, Peter Cast in the in the uh, chat says the network really took off when it went international. Hashtag OFAC rules. That's true. So um, Pete and Ian were like our first listeners overseas because when you have like SoundCloud, it'll tell you where your listeners where, are. Yeah. Yeah, and we're like, we have like this one guy that's listening <laughs> in in the UK. Like, Sutton. who are you, Sutton? And so, yeah, and he he reached out to us, and, and we started talking to him. And then with Ian and Pete, it was kind of like they deal. Again, they're from the UK, so they deal with all other kinds of issues, like mm -hmm. import taxes and stuff like that. That is so different than stuff we deal with over here. That they have their own show about it now on our network. Yeah, and they talk about the you know the shit they have to deal with, and it's like, well, I, that's cool too. Like, <laughs> it's the same hobby, and it can be vastly different just based on where you're located. 
Yeah, I subscribe, so when they go live, it's always like at a weird time of day, and I'm like, why aren't they? <laughs> yeah, why yeah, aren't yeah. these guys at work? And then I'm like, oh, they're overseas. Yeah, and then I just li- <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just listen for their accents. So I'm like, uh, anyone in an accent in an English accent will win me over. Uh, yeah. Collecting weekly themselves are in the house, literally, and in That's the me. chat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Philip the Fool says my voodoo collection is massive. Um, regarding you know uh, movies that are on voodoo, uh, and he says, "What's up, everyone?" Uh, I love that figure he has in his uh, profile pic right there, Scarlet Spider. Um, so let me ask you guys something uh, individually, and Zach, we'll start with you. But um, like, give me that rundown real quick. We when we have other people on that are comic book fans or fans of pop culture, you know, we'll ask them like. You know, what's your favorite character, superhero, supervillain property, you know, like that. But, you know, um, thinking along those kind of lines, do you have because uh, I've heard you guys say things in your show that kind of interest me sometimes. Like you'll be like, man, that figure looks awesome. I'm going to get it. But it seems like you're not really like a fan necessarily of the property. You're more kind of a fan of the. I guess the quality of the figure. I couldn't see myself buying. I did not become a Boba Fett fan. I don't want to offend you, Dean. <laughs> I did become a Boba Fett fan till you know episode nine of the Mandalorian season two, and I was like, I have not liked this character ever, and now he's oh, badass wow. to me. You know what I mean? Because I just didn't get it. And me and me and Adam have talked about it on our show. We were like, we never yeah. got why there was such a following behind Boba Fett when it was kind of like this guy was on the screen for a few a few it was minutes. Just and cool. yeah, I mean, I get the helmet. I totally dig the, the outfit, the mystery of it. But then we, you know, like I mean, after that Robert Rodriguez episode, I was like, man, I am so sold on this dude, like as a badass. You know what I mean? But um. Again, like real quick for you, Zach, like what, what do you think, you know, is is there a guy above all guys that you, you know, gravitate towards? Um, yeah. So I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan, um, obviously. <laughs> uh, so Gandalf is like one of my favorite characters to collect. Uh, I have a lot of Mando stuff. I have a lot of Bad Batch stuff. Um, my current like thing that I'm buying a lot of is different Spider-Man stuff. So a bunch of different Marvel Legends, a lot of Symbiote Spider stuff. Um but yeah, I would say Gandalf and Lord of the Rings. I think it's like my main focus in the collection, but that stuff is pretty few and far between. So like it doesn't change a lot. Um, there are some older statues that I'm trying to track down and there's a guy on eBay that's been, that's had this <laughs> statue that I've wanted for like a year and he's, his shipping is like crazy high on it and his price isn't that good, but I'm going to wear him down with my charm. There you go. There you go. You'll get it, my friend. I have no doubt. How about you, Dean? I know you mentioned Boba Fett earlier, but is that the guy? Like, is he your the one that you're always after? No. I mean, specifically with Star Wars, yeah. If a Boba Fett comes out, I usually own it. Um, my ultimate favorite character of all time, which I will buy any version ever, is uh, Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy oh, VII. Love Cloud, man. Yeah, very, Cloud's, very cool. Cloud's my guy, so yeah um okay my go-to guy that's that's an excellent excellent answer uh real quick uh our captain frodo 77 says or fordo excuse me says yo he's in the house also (laughs) um guys let me ask you real quick okay so like you know i'm gonna give you guys the hot seat questions and put you on the spot so most expensive thing that you've you've bought i mean like again if I told my girlfriend, you know, we've been together 10 years, but if I was like, I'm going to buy this $400 or whatever, although I did buy a $200 Nerf, you know, uh, Mando Blaster, you know, which she just like looked at me like I was crazy. You know, what is it for you guys that that is like that maybe raised eyebrows amongst family or, or loved ones? Oh, literally everything I buy. <laughs> Someone's like, why'd you 
spend that money on that. I think the most expensive retail that I've bought is probably the T-Rex back there. That okay. One, which I'll zoom in on it because it's fantastic. Let's see. And go. it's from Jurassic Park? Is that, is that where it's from? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, uh, the Iron Studios. I think that one was 650 so I have like a bunch of purchases that are around like that six $700 price range. Um, yeah. A lot of the statues these days are. No, actually, I take it back. The most expensive thing I bought... I don't own it anymore. Was the Prime One guts? I don't remember what I paid for it, but it was I think like seven, eight hundred dollars, <throat> and then I traded it for that Razor Crest. So maybe technically the Razor Crest. Um, yeah, I think that may be the single most expensive purchase. Uh, I have some comic books that are quite expensive. Um, that uh, I need to get fixed because the fucking slab broke. But yeah, I mean I don't I don't have like crazy expensive stuff but if you add it all up i don't want to think about it right um, right yeah and so did you i'm sorry did you say what your most expensive was no so my most expensive i got tomorrow well, i wasn't talking to you but i mean oh, oh. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that i have anything that's up in there i just bought my first like and no one knows this so this is breaking news but you know this wow. nightwing funko pop i was chasing was uh -huh. 60 bucks you know what i mean and i was like i was like i would never pay that much for a funko never never uh -huh. never and then i paid that much for it but i mean i have a i have a john snow replica yeah. long claw and how how long have you been dating your uh, girlfriend 10 years i think but the most like, expensive thing you need to be buying my friend is an engagement ring yeah i know yeah don't don't uh don't put the word <laughs> out just, there i'm, I'm hearing you <laughs> And it's funny because my collecting was kind of in a lull, like when we started dating says, and she saw like, we slowly got surrounded by things and she's like, what the hell is happening? Like, literally you can, you can kind of see like there's some black series right here to my right that like, I had to kind of get her into collecting uh, things that she likes. So that way I could like, uh, make justify it seem like, it. Yeah, yeah, justify it totally. Um, I didn't just get it for me. I thought you would enjoy it too. Exactly. I've got her some slab, you know, horror comics that she's into, nice. whatever. Yeah. So. There you go. <laughs> but what was your answer, Dean? You said you're getting it tomorrow. Yeah, it comes in the mail tomorrow. I bought a Prime One third scale statue of Punchline, which is. Oh, I love Punchline. Yeah, yeah, the Joker's new girlfriend, Alexis K. And that was 1700 bucks. Holy moly. Um, okay. So uh, my sister has a, a few Prime One statues as well. Um, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Berserk, um, but she's got Guts, Griffith, and the Nosferatu Zod. Yeah, Berserk and is the Keanu comic, right? He does have one from, yeah, but no, Berserk is, uh, the original Berserk is, um, a Japanese manga. Oh, okay, gotcha. Kintaro Miura. It's nice. wildly popular. Um, but yeah, I think... I think her Nosferatu Zod statue, it comes in two boxes about the size of washing machines. Um, wow. It's fucking massive. And he was, <laughs> I think, almost like five grand. So Amazing. That's uh, cool that your sister collects as well. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, she's very selective with hers. Mm -hmm. um, most of her collectibles, I think, I usually buy her, like for her birthday or whatever, or Christmas or something. Because I'm like you, it's like, well, I know what that person likes, and I know collectibles, so I'm just going to buy them collectibles, you know? Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So, but when she fucking decides to buy something, she fucking goes all out, so. That's amazing, um, man. Yeah, so, but, yeah, I think most of the time, like, this Boba Fett, this quarter-scale Boba Fett next to me, um, I think he retailed for, like, 500 bucks. I got him used, but... Um, 
yeah it's usually around like four or five hundred bucks is like where i'm like Ooh, okay I'll buy it. <laughs> but the prime one statue i put on a payment plan it was like 60 bucks a month you know I just got into that myself with the whole Klarna Shopify stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, I can pay in payments. That works for me. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's how I do my uh, my graded books now as I, I do, uh, you know, 15, 20 bucks a month. And then, you know, you're going to wait for it anyway because it usually takes right. a fucking day and a half or a year and a half to get you your shit back. So, um, Not anymore. They're pretty good now. Are they? Their turnaround time's like 20 days now. I don't know. This oh, that's was supposed bad. to come out in November, and I didn't get it until I, fucking I don't last know week. That's a CDC issue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick, back to the chat. Toy Cartel. Uh, I know you are in y'all's episode. You're talking about the glasses, but they say what's up, uh, and they're referring to 3D printing, right, Zach? You do some 3D printing, is that correct? Yeah. So he has a uh, a Riddler from the new Batman, and I guess he has a uh, uh, third party one where the glasses kind of fell apart when he opened it up. So mm -hmm. I have clear resin, and I've yeah, I think I can help him, but uh, resin's very fragile, so yeah, it, he's gonna have to be gentle with those new glasses. What I, I got the hot toys glasses are pretty fragile too, so I gotta show you guys this Luke Skywalker I have that's a twelve inch. Like I guess he's kind of like the the old school, you know, Ken dolls or whatever. But uh, he yeah. hasn't had boots for forever. I think I got it like at a yard sale, and it's just like oh, I'll find boots for him eventually. And I, he still doesn't have any boots, so he's yeah, my. Yeah, he's, he's my Bruce Willis in Die Hard, uh, Luke Skywalker. <laughs> there you go. Um, Dude, just hit up eBay, man. There's people sell all kinds of, they part figures out all the time. I need to check it out for sure. Uh, Fat Batman's Collecting Nightmare says, What's up, everyone? Appreciate you being here. Uh, Dark Side Customs says, Great show, gents. I'm off to bed, so catch y'all later. Good night. Thank you for being here. Really appreciate you guys. Uh, sorry, Chuck, that's regarding the uh, the glasses. And Cam says, My most expensive has to be the UCS AT-AT. I can imagine how big an AT-AT can get. <laughs> so I was never a, a vehicles guy, but uh, I see how much Millennium Falcons go for, and it blows my mind blows my mind um okay but that kind of leads me to my next question i don't want to be like focused on like money or whatever but you guys have regular gigs you know what i mean right like you've got like a normal nine to five type thing going on or you yeah. know nobody was uh independently wealthy you know <laughs> there you dean know is. uh dean is the Lex I, mean, Luthor. I, I do have a job <laughs> yeah it doesn't hurt <laughs> Okay, very cool. Very cool. I mean, because I think sometimes people have questions about like, how do you get into that? Me, I, my problem, and I'm sure you guys and I've heard you guys talk about this, but you run out of space, right? Like space yeah. is always the space is the limiting factor for me now. I mean, not right. that I'm rich by any means, but the things that I collect um, yeah, space is is tight at the moment. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm gotcha. not really worried about space. You're good on space. Yeah, eventually, <laughs> eventually, no. we'll be converting my garage into the new office, so this all will move to the garage. Yeah. And I, it's only a single car garage, but it's still uh, much, much, much more space than I have now. So yeah, my bedroom, which I'm currently in, uh, is a a four car garage we converted into its own apartment. Wow. Um, so yeah, my my room goes well that direction and there's gotcha. still room in front of me and to the side of me so i've got on space it's just shell like finding shelves that aren't stupid expensive or look good is is the challenge for me i hear you yeah. i hear you now guys does there get to be a point though where you say it's time to sell some stuff or move things out for new things yeah i know dean doesn't do it as often as i do um i 
will sell for a combination of two reasons. I don't ever usually sell for money anymore. Like I need money to pay bills. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, I, I used to kind of run into that situation a lot. Now it's more to like one free up space and then two to free up money for like a bigger purchase. So gotcha. Um, yeah, I don't um, I don't sell as often as I used to. I was always kind of pretty bad at that. Um, but I, there are a few things that I'll get. And I'm just like, I, I just don't have the space for it. And I'd really rather put the money towards something bigger. So, um, yeah, that, that definitely does happen from time to time. No, totally. I, I, I can only imagine, like I said, I, I am running out of space in the bedroom and I need to find more room for things. Uh, real quick, Toy Cartel says, thanks. My most expensive purchase today was the 66 Batmobile from Jazz Inc. Or, am I saying that right? Jazz Inc.? Yeah. Um, 66 Batmobile is amazing. Um, now, guys, these things that you guys are talking about, like are like the, the T-Rex behind you, Zach, is it is it glass? Is it pewter? What is it made out of? Yeah, so it depends on the the collectible, I guess. So statues, uh, most... I think all the ones I have are polystone, so it's, it's not like necessarily ceramic, but it's pretty similar to that. Like, it, you, you can kind of knock on it and you can kind of see if it's hollow or not some of them are a little bit mixed like this uh toothless that i just got it's part plastic part polystone um obviously the figures are like plastic and rubber um the hot tail hot toys they're uh, a, a mixture of plastic and rubber and maybe some resin um but yeah there's different materials um some of them use like real hair like the gandalf characters the rooting they use like I think it's like lamb wool, so okay. Um, yeah, it just depends on really what you're collecting, but yeah, a lot of the statues they are made of material called polystone. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's it's like really sturdy pottery. Okay, yeah, it's it's much denser than normal. Like, I mean, if you drop it, it will break. But it's, okay, <laughs> that was it's, my next question. You know, it's It'll quite be like dense. massive shards. Yeah, whereas yeah, like pottery will break into like a powder. Well, yeah. not powder, but you know what I mean. Right, right. Polystone doesn't do that. It's like big chunks of, almost like if you break like a really thick glass. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like that, but it's probably sturdier than glass. And the Mando right there by you, Dean, what is that? Is that? So Boba Fett, this is a quarter scale. I'm sorry, Boba Fett, sorry, excuse me. Yeah, uh, quarter scale from Sideshow. So his body is polystone, but like his clothing is real. Oh, cool. Yeah, um, so, you know. Yeah, cloth, whatever kind of cloth, and then the helmet uh, comes off. Is, it doesn't come off, but it moves, so you can oh, have him look in the directions. His helmet is plastic. I want to say his backpack is plastic too, but pretty much just like his main body is all polystone. Okay, and then the base as well is polystone. Um, but yeah, this thing is fucking massive. I don't know. If... It looks huge. How? What is the scale on? Is it a it's a quarter scale. Okay, quarter scale. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, it's like this whole base. But That's he pegs awesome. in, so he's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Um, you don't want to get too crazy with that. But, no, no. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> I saw a... you have the cat back there. I'm like, you're not worried about. <laughs> yeah. No, it's my dog, Kevin. He, he won't get on there. Oh, your dog. Okay, dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's a little dog. It's okay. Yeah, but this is a statue I've wanted for a long time um and my buddy rainer just happened to buy one and rainer's one of those guys that 
if you give him the right price, he'll sell you whatever he's got. He doesn't have an attachment like I do. So yeah, he, uh, he sold it to me and I got a good deal on it. Um, I'm totally the same way, man. Like when me and Adam talk yeah. about the things that we have, like, you know, his wife is into autographs. So like they'll go oh, yeah. to like meet and greets and get autographs. They'll order a poster beforehand. And it's like, but everything that they amass is for them. Like they don't, we don't right. have, none of us have any intentions of selling anything, Yeah, you know, um, but I'm at the point where I'm like, well, what do I do? I've actually asked, you know, Zach before, you know, like I have this stuff and I, I need to move it out because I want to get other stuff and I don't have any place to put it. So, you know, yeah. how do I go about it? You know, I, I, it's very hard for me to like move stuff on because like I wanted it for a reason. Right. And for me it's like well i could sell this one thing to fund another thing but uh, eventually whatever it is that made me want to buy this in the first place is gonna creep back around and do i really want to pay aftermarket prices on this one thing later it could be even worse right you know so yeah for me it's like I i'm gonna sell something to pay a bill and then I don't have that thing or the money because I had to pay the bill. So yeah. it's like, I'm out of both things. So I'll fucking eat ramen. <laughs> I'll eat grass. I'll share a meal with Kevin. If I have to, like, <laughs> I'm not selling my stuff. Cause gotcha. that's the worst feeling in the world. It's like, well, I had this really cool statue. I had to sell it to make, make pay this bill. And yeah, now yeah. I have neither. I sold one comic book collection and it was a combination of comics and toys, but it was just like a bunch of like NECA figures and like, which I still have a hard time finding now. Like I had a V for Vendetta, some of the Kill Bill figures. And I, I didn't realize that that stuff was like going to end up being hard to find. Oh, like... bro, that stuff is so expensive. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I sold that stuff all in one like lot you know, the comics and the toys to one guy. And, and I've always regretted it. I was like, it was the worst feeling. And I didn't even really need the money. I was just trying to like, I guess like I maybe get out of collecting, I thought, which was so stupid because I reamassed a whole other collection. Uh, real quick, 8-Bit Flea in the house says, uh, I only get what I want so I don't have to sell. Great advice, I think. You know what I mean? They're, yeah, they, I, you know. I learned that lesson a little too late, um, especially when the sequel trilogy first started coming out. Mm -hmm. I bought everything Star Wars. Like everything. I was doing that. Yeah, I was doing that too, where it didn't matter like, what came out, I was buying. Yeah, I was like, shit, I didn't even need. And then eventually I was just like, I should probably stop doing this. And then the second yeah. movie came out and I was like, yeah, I'm not buying this shit anymore anyway. So yeah, it worked out. <laughs> um, Zach and, and Nadine, I have the same question for you real quick. So like, like, will you guys still buy like something that you see like at Walmart, at Target, at, you know, HEB that you're just like, Oh, it's nice enough to get or is it just like those figures don't do anything for you guys anymore no i buy a ton of that stuff okay i probably spend more on that stuff than i do like the big stuff okay uh especially ever since i started doing small talk um i like to be as well informed as possible and that's why i don't typically participate in club because it's you know I, I don't really have the money or the space to be buying that kind of thing and um, I feel like if I would be on a program like that, I would feel unprepared, uh, cause I don't have a lot of that experience mm -hmm. like, uh, John and some of the guys like Vane and, and his panel have. Um, but yeah, I, I buy a lot of that stuff just so I can kind of 
understand what's going on. Like, you know, when the plastic free packaging happened, I, I bought some of the plastic free stuff to kind of get an idea of what, you know, why people were complaining. Uh, Marvel Legends, Black Series, Lego, like all that stuff. I, I, I do buy it somewhat regularly. Um, and I do enjoy it. Like, I'm not just buying it just to buy it. Like, I do actually enjoy it. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I buy a lot of that stuff. Yeah, I've I've bought figures that I, I'm not necessary. Like I might not even know what the hell it is, but it, it's like a cool design, or it just looks like it functions like in a, in a way I've never seen a figure do before. Yeah. So I definitely buy stuff where I have like no connection to like what the hell it even is, if it looks cool. Okay. Um, but I try and stick to you know the stuff i really know because it's like yeah i could spend 20 bucks on something i have no idea what it is or spend 40 bucks and you know which is only 20 bucks more and get something i really really enjoy so right right i try yeah. and narrow it down but as you can see <laughs> <laughs> and real quick uh omfg rick says hey homies we appreciate you being here rick um guys let me ask you a quick, and I want to be respectful of your time, uh, both of you. Uh, Zach, I know you've got, uh, well, I don't know if, you, are you guys both on the show later? The Yeah, I'm on the show later, yeah. but I have, I'm like solo dad right now. So I oh, oh to, okay, okay, yeah. you're doing so that we're good. too. So we're good on time, but. Okay, yeah. no, for sure. Um, which is small talk tonight, right? Yeah, small talk tonight at 8.30. Um, I don't know exactly what's on the docket, if it's going to be just celebration stuff. I think it's not, uh, but we'll be recapping a lot of the big celebration news and, uh, that the, Revenge of the Jedi Vader looked amazing to me. I was like, I would want one. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, real quick, so um, let me ask you guys: like, in, in the package or out of the package? Do you open it? Do you buy two? What is that? Is that a is that taboo? What is the what is the rule? <laughs> well, if it's cheap enough, I'll buy two. Okay. Um, yeah. like Black Series when they were twenty bucks, mm -hmm. I usually buy two. But now they're like thirty-five for one. If you, you know, you're unlucky and like get them at GameStop where they're twenty-nine ninety-nine and tax. I'm only buying fucking one. Right. Um, but usually, like it's you know, it's a toy at the end of the day. Like it's designed to be displayed and played with, and you know, I gotta sit at my desk and fiddle with it and pose yeah. it and take some cool <laughs> pictures. I'm opening. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Um... I usually buy one, but there are many times that I've bought two, um, even like multiple to open. So like the symbiote Spider-Man Moffex, I have three of them because it comes with three different portraits and I'm weird like that. Um, Transformers, I'll typically buy two because I fucking hate, like it's ironic, but I fucking hate transforming them. Um, <laughs> and uh, yes, bigger stuff, not necessarily. I want to get another Razor Crest as an investment, but the value on that one seems to like constantly be going down so i don't know that that's a great investment at the moment um but yeah i mean i yeah i've i, I buy multiples all the time okay sure. okay uh, i'm gonna get to this comment real quick 8-bit flea says i stopped getting any store fig a long time ago once you go hot toys prime one sideshow uh other stuff doesn't compare for me but is is that stuff posable though guys you can't really that stuff is kind of like stationary right i mean uh, to a point i think i think uh well dean go ahead yeah, I was gonna say like the Prime One and Sideshow statues. Yeah, of course. Like this, the fact that this guy's head moves is actually kind of crazy. Um, but like six scale stuff is you know totally posable. Now you're very limited on yes. 
you know, yes. the clothing, sometimes the clothing is very prohibitive of, of getting certain poses or like, um, every once in a while you hear Zach talk about the fat suit because <laughs> some, most bodies are exactly the same, right? So like everybody, if you took off the clothing of the figure, they're all going to have the same body. Okay. You know, if they're like male characters, but not everybody has the same physique. So to pad the clothing to make them look like, you know, they have like a gut or something, they'll put on a little cloth fat suit and nice. that will really, <laughs> really inhibit, like restrict its mobility. So yeah it's you're gonna get much more articulation out of a black series than say a hot toys you know like it's gotcha. just the nature of the the figure you know but obviously the six scale is gonna look prettier you know it will look like a person in a suit as right. opposed to like articulated arms and hip cuts and stuff like that so <laughs> yeah uh, real quick, our buddy Joe says, uh, go in, uh, go to nowwatchthispod.com. Good figures there. Uh, there are no figures there, but if you like to watch stuff, that's a great pod, guys. Uh, all right, Zach, I know we're getting close to uh, giving you back some time here to go that. And I, guys, I could do a whole other episode with you guys just about podcasting and collecting weekly, but I want to give you guys some uh, time to talk about the shows you guys have going on on collecting weekly. Um, the ones that you're a part of, the ones you're not a part of. Uh, again, in the write-up, we talked about three different countries. I think we said 12 different shows, uh, 20 hosts. I mean, it's amazing, man, what you guys have done with Collecting Weekly. While I want Just Another Friday Night to grow, I don't know if I want it to grow to that level. <laughs> I would love your audience size, but I don't know that if I would love to manage all of that. So, uh, Zach, I don't know if you want to speak to some of those things first. Uh, plug yes. away, my friend, plug away. So, I mean, we've we've done this a while, and I will say doing it when no one's watching is certainly not as fun as doing it when <laughs> a lot of people are watching. Um, it's certainly different now, right? Like, when we first started for, like, the first year, we had almost no one watching because uh, no one really was that interested in this kind of thing. There was one other show that was doing it alongside us, uh, the Six Scale Scavengers. And so now I think, you know, it's the environments changed a bit people can start up channels and you know hit you know crazy numbers really quickly not without hard work but it's, it's just a different uh time now um yeah and we we have we have a great panel of guys um a bunch of different shows uh it's it's crazy and you know having the listener base like we don't have a huge huge channel but i mean all day i'm getting messages from people asking questions or you know, just wanted to chat and it's, it's nice. Yesterday it was a bit overwhelming, but most days it's, it's really nice. Um, and, uh, yeah. So on the network, uh, some of the shows that we have actively recording, we have, um, uh, live unboxings on Monday. Um, there'll be hot toys or statues that will open up comics or prints and we'll, um, get to experience the unboxing experience live, the stresses that come with that. Uh, and the the pride that comes with that as well. Uh, Tuesday's the main show, so that's Hot Toys, uh, the one six scale stuff. Uh, we re review a movie every week, which is a callback to COVID. Uh, when when COVID happened, a lot of the you know because it was in Asia where it started, uh, we got not a lot of news for uh, like the news that we got basically cut by like eighty percent, and so we needed to fill time on the show, and so we started reviewing movies uh, after dark. 
Um, we call it our, our trials and tribulations show. <laughs> Dreams, lives, trials, and tribulations, and more. Um, and so, you know, some of the stuff that we talk about can be a bit offensive to people. Um, some of the stuff that we talk about can get real dark and deep and heavy. We've talked about depression, anxiety, parenthood, um, all kinds of things. Um, we really don't um, censor ourselves there. So, you know, we, like... Recently, we've we've talked about um, guns a lot, um, and and we certainly did get a lot of messages of people that you know weren't happy that we were talking about that. It's a very divisive topic, yeah. um, but again, like I, I I would say to that that it is a show that we try to be as authentic as possible, and um, that is a part of of who Dean and I are. Uh, Collectors Club, it's uh, our Friday show. Um, John uh, does a really great job with that. John also does a live unboxing as well. Uh, but that's statues. It used to be comics. I th I want to say it's just statues now. Um, and they do kind of a lot of, like, fun stuff. Like, they do uh, a lot of Jeopardy stuff, a lot of trivia stuff, a lot of, like, kind of offhand, like, little games that John likes to play, which is really fun. They do, like, a this or that segment, which I really enjoy. Um, the reissue, uh, that's the show uh, where we do, like, deep dives on figures and lines uh, we've done the TK Stormtrooper. Uh, we've done a few other things. Uh, the next one is Dark Knight Returns. That's with Marco and Ben, uh, who also join us on the Tuesday show. Nice. Um, Ox PD, um, for years, uh, for years, I've wanted to play LSPDFR. It's uh, Los Santos Police Department slash first responder. Uh, it's a mod that um, a lot of like just regular people uh, put a lot of time and energy into creating, and it changes grand theft auto from where you're playing as a criminal uh to you're playing as a police officer and the interactions with the npcs um are randomly generated uh with different callouts that you set up and the npcs in the world treat you as if you're a police officer so you can arrest them you can put them in your car you can take them to jail like you could do like police officer things uh which is pretty neat um uh, and it's pretty realistic. Like, there's times where you're arresting someone, or you like have to shoot someone. There's people with their phones out recording. Like, it's, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Wow. Um, yeah. So there's that. Um, and Dean uh, and Manny joined me on that, and as well as Badfish. Uh, question of the week is Brenton's Sunday show. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's usually like about ten minutes long. Um, he will pose a question and then read answers from last Sunday's question, uh, which is uh, a really neat way to get some listener engagement uh live and let dice that comes back may i want to say it's may 13th um it's uh our dungeons and dragons show uh we just finished campaign one which took us about 15 months uh and like 23 episodes uh and so we're doing a lot of work getting ready for campaign two uh and it's it's really fantastic uh dean uh and myself play uh two of the characters dean plays a character called brindon bringer I play a character called Ozal the Wise. Uh, Cody is our DM there. Uh, Dean's sister. Uh, Deanie plays a character called Stolas. And Max plays a character called Marius. Uh, and, and it's real fun. Uh, Bricks and Brews is Lego and drinking beer. It's usually on Sundays. They will build Lego for about an hour and chat about pretty much anything. Okay. Uh, OFAC, Ian and Pete, the crown jewel of the network. Uh, it's the... <laughs> eu slash uh english side of collecting uh they deal with a lot of different things that we don't have to deal with and they also just have different perspectives in general uh and then small talk is our uh one twelfth or smaller show 
and they cover like Black Series, Marvel Legends, Star Wars, stuff like that. Um, we don't actively record Pose Wars right now, uh, it, and it's a shame because I think a lot of people liked it, but it's one of those shows that it is a lot for us to do. It's kind of a long show from time to time, and it's also one of those shows that for it to really work right, there has to be people willing to put in super chats to get the Banes going because when there's no Banes, it's not that exciting and the viewership drops. So that one I think we've kind of putting on the burner for now. Uh, and then one that we don't usually advertise on the graphic, which I think at some point we probably do have to get it on there, is uh, Ox Plays Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, most of what we do in that game is bounty hunting, but sometimes <laughs> we'll get into little like gang fights with other, uh, po what's it called, posses or... I don't forget what they call in the game, but we have our own little <laughs> click that we run yeah, with Badfish. Yeah, and uh, going back to Small Talk, though, Sean does a great job with that. Uh, so big shout out to Sean. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's the network. I mean, there's a bunch of people that um, really, really work hard on it. Um, you know, yeah. John, especially, Ian, Pete, Rainer, Danny, um, Mark, um, both of our Sean's. Um, and Brenton, all the um, Zacks, Cody's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they work really hard. So um, it's fun. We, I like to say that we have a little bit of something for everybody, um, you know. And and you know, we never, you never know. Like the big thing I always tell the guys, like before we show, one, you never know, like what, like who's gonna tune in or who's gonna see what, for any little nugget of content that you put out there. It could be like a photo you put on Instagram or a photo that you share or a video or like, you know, you just repost like a little clip of a show and it can just snowball into something crazy. Um, and it's it, it, like, for example, Pete did an interview last week and it was, uh, I think Ian had like a, an emergency before the show. He had to cancel. Uh, and Pete was like, well, I'm gonna do it anyways. And it, it ended up being a fantastic interview. And then the company Iconic, they posted on their Facebook page and it got like a bunch of subscribers and traction for the channel. Um, there was a time where Dean had made a custom of another YouTuber and put it on Reddit and it like fucking blew up. And <laughs> yeah. literally at that time, that YouTuber PewDiePie was like the number one subscribed content creator on the platform. Wow. And he gave us like an actual shout out and like read our URL. So it was like, holy shit, like. Yeah, so at the beginning of every one of our shows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's we have PewDiePie saying youtube.com slash collecting weekly. It's like, <laughs> dang, yeah. You Very couldn't cool, pay man. for that. Yeah, yeah, so I always tell the guys like, hey, I know we do a lot of shows and I was wondering you might be tired, but like you never know like when it's gonna blow up and you know, another example, we put out a D and D episode and it was kind of like we were a little unprepared, um it kind of went sideways. Uh, we had like a big like, because it's all live. We like yeah, and you get invested in your characters, and we had like a big spat in the middle of the like towards the end of the episode, <laughs> and it got like ten thousand downloads on the audio. <laughs> we had so many emails like, I can't believe your dungeon master is treating your players this way, and that your players are like, <laughs> like on both sides, right? People hate the, that the dungeon master did this. People hate that the players did this. I got like a bunch of comments, a bunch of emails, like. Why does the DM hate this player? Why is the player acting like a fucking prick? Like, you never know when it's gonna like happen for you, and when it does, like, it's already out there. So, like, yeah. I always tell everyone, like, and that's an advice for you too, is like, when you put something out there, like, put your best foot forward because you, you just really never know. Totally, totally, man. And I think besides, like, you know, us, like, 
one of the things that from the other podcasters we talk to that we tell people when we have guests like we're live you know what i mean so like whatever happens is just going to happen i don't edit anything so you know and the only other guys i know that really do that are you guys you know so i think that's super incredible to do it on the level that you do it on oh yeah um, i don't edit at all I, yeah i can't be bothered yeah i think we've only make, ever like taken content. down one episode because oh it was bad <laughs> yeah and i was like it you know, was not it while we were doing it i thought it was hilarious and like a minute later, I was like, yeah, that's pretty bad. I didn't want to talk about it, but it was like. Yeah, man, it was funny because I messaged a, Zach. I was like, hey, can you do me a favor? And he was, he was like, <laughs> he knew exactly what I was about to ask. And I was like, can you take that down? He's like, yeah, I'm taking it down. Man, put that on Patreon, guys. I'll, I'll, sub- <laughs> I'll buy for that. I'll buy in for that. <laughs> I think um, it is on Patreon, actually. Oh, nice. Okay. There you go, guys. Yeah, it was just a weird situation that was funny at first, and then it was like, oh, shit, like, that's actually not funny at all. Yeah. Like, when it kind of came to light what was really happening. Oh, and... you that, too. I was talking about the other thing with the, the art. <laughs> oh, I don't remember that. Oh, I'll, I'll Private chat. Yeah. We've, yeah. Got the, we've got the audience in. in, in okay, so maybe uh, yeah, there was okay, two so episodes. Two episodes. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, dude, the first one that you're talking about was hilarious. I still think it's so fucking funny. Oh man, we'll talk about it later. Well, hang on, I'm gonna put it in yeah. private chat. I was gonna say, plug that Patreon right now, real quick. Eight uh, bit flea earlier mentioned, yeah, the one six fig look very realistic, and he says, uh, I collect guns too, so no complaints from me. And Joe oh, yeah. Martinez from Now Watch This is also a a Red Dead Redemption fan. He says, Dark Knight Returns with the great Batman. Uh, if Batman's your guy, go right ahead. Um, yeah, let me check out the private chat real quick, guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I do got to get going, Chuck. <laughs> yes, but, no, absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah. I really appreciate you being here, Zach, uh, Dean, both you guys. Uh, guys, if you're listening to Just Another Friday Night, go check out uh, Collecting Weekly. Chances are, if you're here right now, you're from Collecting Weekly, so check us out. Again, not over uh, their Friday show, yeah. but uh, we're usually earlier than that Friday show that you guys I've do. I've been wanting to get with you for a while. I, I do want to either like i mean if you guys are up for it it's Mm -hmm. obviously no pressure but i would like to at some point either have you guys do a saturday show for us as like a guest spotlight to like because i I think you guys' content is far better than the amount of subscribers would reflect and i don't mean any offense by that but i think you guys deserve a lot more um or like just re-upload some of your friday stuff as like a stream your pre-recorded live episode so we can figure that out because i know we at the moment we don't have a lot of stuff going on on saturdays and sundays sunday may be a little bit better but if that's something you're ever interested in just let me know and we can um kind of see what that might look like yeah man i'm gonna speak for adam and just say right now we are 100 percent interested in that we would love to do that with you zach and i want to thank uh, you guys so much collecting weekly for uh helping us get over 100 subscribers on youtube and oh, anytime yeah. i've ever needed you zach you've always been there man so i truly appreciate that man from just one podcaster to another uh, yeah. But thank you guys both so much for your time, man. I really appreciate you guys being here. Uh, but is there anything else you guys want to say or plug before you go? Uh, no. Uh, it's been a great time being on here. I hope that we can come on your show again uh, in the future. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and I can't, I can't wait to be on After Dark again, guys. It was, it was a blast that time. Yeah, if, you ever, <laughs> if you're ever free, like it's pretty much an open invite for other content creators. So just let me know. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate you. All right, Zach, I'll let you get out of here, brother. Dean, we'll talk to you later, too. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, totally, man. Night, you guys. Bye.
All right, guys, that was the great uh, Dean the Dream Martin and, you know, Zach the Oxfather from Collecting Weekly. Those guys are a ton of fun and by far brought in the most people we've had in here uh, at one time watching. So we really appreciate all you uh, people that posted in the comments. I know you mainly from Collecting Weekly, but I really appreciate you stopping by to hear me talk to them. I had a ton more I could have talked to them about uh, just podcasting in general because those guys are doing it big. And, and again, I know that we could uh, learn a lot from them, but uh, we really appreciate appreciate uh, everyone that decided to stop by again an early night for us early in the evening and also er a day early because normally we are on friday uh live on facebook and on youtube uh the comments are always open we're uh again a pretty uh you know, open to talk about just about anything. Uh, we mainly talk about, you know, pop culture, you know, movies, TV, things like that. I know last night on uh, After Dark, they were talking to The Mandalorian, um, you know, the episode that just came out. And we, we talk about that, too, um, usually when it's finished or whatever. But our comments are always open and we read them live. So that way it feels like you're part of the conversation. It's The show's not always on Friday night. It primarily is. But the purpose is to give you the feel of it being just hanging out on just another Friday night with, you know, your friends, um, you know, drinking some beers. We usually drink beer <laughs> almost all the time. And there's no no censorship uh, uh, there, um, you know, regarding um, cursing or, you know, you know, anything like that. Although, you know, we try to keep it non-political if we can <laughs> keep it focused on the topic. But uh, guys, thanks so much for joining, uh, you know, me, CM Chuck, of course, Double A, Adam and Team Adam will be back next week. Uh, we'll be, should be back on Friday. Uh, we have a show idea in mind. Uh, we're hoping for our friend uh, Nas uh, from the uh, Comic Art San Antonio show that happened a few weeks ago to come in and talk to us for a few minutes about how successful the show was. We would love that. Um, Additionally, um, yeah, we should be getting back to normal by, by then. Uh, have some cold ones with you guys, but I want to just again say thanks so much to uh, Dean and Zach and Collecting Weekly. Uh, if you guys have any interest whatsoever in you know collecting things of that nature, action figures, toys, statues, um, man, these guys are the authority on that stuff. You can go there and like learn so much. And it is some of like the most beautiful, cool stuff that you've ever seen. If you're into Star Wars, if you're into, you know, Marvel stuff, they've got, you know, something for everyone. And I, I really do believe what Zach said. They have a show for everyone as well. I mean, you heard it right there, right? D&D, &D, video games, you know, uh, collectibles, you know what I mean? Action figures that are, you know, like I said, this this really cool, you know, Nightwing that I got from, from Zach uh, that I love. And it's just posed up on top of my TV. But, you know, uh, something for everyone, man. You got to go, go check them out. But uh, I'm going to get out of here too, guys, um, and be ready to talk with you guys next week. But something that we always like to say at the end of every show uh, just another on just another Friday night is that if there's something that you want to do, a hope, a dream, something that you wish to accomplish, go out and do it. Uh, today's the day. Seize the day, right? Carpe diem. Uh, no time like the present. Obviously, the guys from Collecting Weekly did that. You know, they, they had an idea. They wanted to make a group, you know, to talk with like-minded people and friends about the things they loved. They did it and... They amassed an audience, you know, uh, perfect example of season today. And the other thing we like to say is to quote the great Captain Steve Rogers uh, in Endgame before they go back on the time heist when he says, uh, you know, we got to do whatever it takes. Um, and like Zach was just saying at the end there, you know, it's a lot of work to do all those shows and to have that audience. But when you have a lot of, you know, contributors and people putting in, you make it happen. You know, you do whatever it takes to uh, to, you know, 
keep that audience going. I mean, look at that. You know, he built our audience up for us, you know, in one in one show right here, the same way that he helped us get over 100 on YouTube. Uh, and the and uh, him and Dean, you know, again, from Collecting Weekly, you know, helped us to do that, which is amazing, helping out other people that are, you know, creating content. Um, so definitely, I would say living by do whatever it takes uh, on their part. Um, but yeah, guys, that's it. Uh, again, I'm CM Chuck, one half of the team here at Just Another Friday Night. Double uh, A, Adam Antum. Adam will be back with me again next week. Again, we should be back on Friday. Again, in the evening, probably later in the evening than now talking. Uh, it's just weird. I'm using natural light for once because the sun is still out here in, in uh, South Texas and San Antonio. But guys, if you haven't liked, followed, shared us already, I hope that you will. We are almost everywhere um, that you can be at JAFN Podcast. Um, we are on YouTube. YouTube on uh, you know uh, Facebook um, Instagram TikTok uh, you know right there it takes you right to our link tree so please give us all the likes shares and follows you can subscribe on Spotify uh, you know a review would be great on the page um, and we invite you all to join us too on our Facebook group which is called the Friday Night Faithful uh, we call our our listeners the Friday Nighters uh, and Pretty much kind of anything goes in that group, too. You can talk about toys, collectibles. You can talk about movies. You can talk about, you know, video games. People post all kinds of funny things, memes, and things of that sort. So we, we invite you to come and join us there. But all the links are there. Uh, please come and join us as well. Um, and again, if you haven't already, I'm sure that you have checked out Collecting Weekly. Go give them uh, a like, follow, and share as well. All right, guys. I'm Sam Chuck. Uh, that's it for me. Uh, we'll talk to you again next week on Friday. Have a good night. Drink some cold ones. Uh, love you guys.